Good morning, traders. Welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we cover the biggest news stories of the day and what the AI trading data has to say about it. Now, the two top stories of the day basically are the American public are in huge financial trouble and it is all the Fed's fault. Tune in to see why. cards and loan defaults hit 10-year highs as inflation squeezes families. Now listen, I can't be the only one who's seeing everything costs more these days, and that's what this article is covering today. Inflation-squeezed Americans are defaulting on their credit card and auto loans at levels not seen since before the financial crisis. And the struggle to pay their bills is poised to get worse as interest rates rise and the moratorium on student loan debt expires. There is nothing, nothing at all good about this story today. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Yule, and we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about that. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with AI today. Go to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. So back to the story, right? Um, this year, credit card delinquencies are hitting 3.8% while 3.6% have defaulted on their car loans. Both figures are the highest in more than 10 years. So let's talk about what's going on out there, right? I can't be the only one who's seeing this because everything costs more these days. In fact, my wife, she uses a grocery delivery app for us. And there was a time uh, not too long ago where I saw her just doom scrolling on Facebook. And I said, what's going on? And she looked at me and she's like, somebody's posting what things cost uh, before COVID and after COVID for the exact same item. And so she was showing me and, and, and it just made me sick to my stomach, right? Every single thing caught, there was not one item on that list that didn't cost more. And some of the items cost twice as much. I mean, we're talking like bread, lunch meat, milk, all the staples, everything you can imagine, every single thing cost more. Uh, some of the stuff I believe is like six ounce um, Oscar Mayer lunch meat or something like that. Literally double, literally double for the same brand, same size, or as we've seen the shrinkflation as well, where things are smaller, smaller packaging instead of maybe six ounces, maybe it's four ounces and costs more. We have a huge, huge, huge breakdown out there and households, they're really struggling these days. It's not that they don't want to pay their credit cards. It's not that they don't want to pay for their autos. It's that there's no money left over to pay the credit cards. There's no money left over to pay for their auto notes, right? And speaking of auto notes, you go back a couple of years, back to uh, the time during market adjustments, right? Everybody got used to market adjustments on autos for a hot minute. And now those auto loans are so underwater, right? Imagine you took out uh, a loan. I heard the story of, of this lady. She got a Tahoe and she spent like $72,000 on a Tahoe, something outrageous, right? And I remember watching this video and she's like month three of not paying my Tahoe bill and they still haven't come to get it yet. It's only a matter of time, but I know they're coming at one point. Right. And it's because people paid, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, maybe 50% more to get into their car today. And now because of the cost of living on everything costing so much more, they can't afford to pay those auto notes. And so they're just living paycheck to paycheck and that paycheck, all of it's going to the essentials and none of it is being left over for their auto loan uh, payments. So nothing's being left over for their credit cards and they are stretched beyond belief. And this is absolutely part of the inflationary market that we're living in and a lot to do with the Fed's fault, right? 
The increase in delinquencies and defaults is systemic of the tough decisions that these households are having to make right now, whether to pay their credit card bills or pay their rent and their groceries. Uh, The story goes on to say that interest rates on credit cards could soar even higher as the Fed continues more rate hikes to try and bring inflation down to its 2% target where it's at 3.5. Now, 3.5 sounds a hell of a lot better than 9% a year ago, but let's let's not get too excited about this. 3.5 still means that it was 9% a year ago. Now we're adding 3.5% on top of that. So we're going to use round numbers here. It's 14, 13, 14% higher for prices than it was a year ago. But keep in mind, they don't include food or energy or rent or anything actually useful in those those uh, calculations there, right? They don't actually care about what the, uh, the public is thinking. They just want to put out numbers that are working because when they get to that 2% target, you better believe they're going to say, inflation's gone, everything's fixed. But then we've had the 9% raise and the 3% raise. And then we finally get to the 2% raise, which was their target. We're so freaking screwed, right? That's not fixing anything. We need to see real disinflation slash deflation to get those prices back to what people can actually afford, right? Vulnerable individuals are already squeezed by high rents and grocery prices, and they need to start making student loan payments next month after their debts were paused for more than three years. I saw something that said uh, the average student loan payment that has been paused is between $100 and $300. $100 to $300? That's one to three weeks of groceries for these people. And now you're going to say, Listen, we know you're you're struggling already. Things are things are screwing you over already, but we're going to make sure that we screw you over just that bit more. So uh, even though you were able to afford groceries every week, we're going to just like lop one of those weeks off, and you're going to have to start paying your student loan right now, right? We're things are so bad right now. The Fed's looking at this and said this is the whole purpose of raising rates to make things more difficult. And Jerome Powell, he literally came out and said one day there will be pain. We want to see unemployment going up. We want to see interest rates going up. We want to see pain out there. Because the pain is what's going to cause the prices to come back down, in theory. Now, in reality, everybody's hurting right there. And it's not just you. It's not just me. In fact, retailers like Macy's, Kohl's, and Nordstrom also have called out rising delinquency rates among their customers who have private label store cards, right? So it's not just your Capital Ones. It's not just your uh, Chase Banks or whoever else that you're swiping. It's the retailers who are selling you these goods if you're even able to buy them these days, right? Because Foot Locker says they have blamed disappointing financial results on consumer softness. I'm not going out and buying a $160 pair of, of Chucks or a $160 pair of Jordans, right? Man, I used to buy so many Chuck Taylor shoes for like 35, 40 bucks. They were my thing. And I loved them because they went with everything. They were stylish. And then when they started going up to 60, 70, 80 bucks for the same shoe, I'm like, what? This is not an $80 shoe. Right. And you go and uh, uh, look at the Nikes and we're talking 160, 200 bucks for a pair of uh, running around shoes. Everybody's hurting these days. I don't know what's going to fix it, but I do know one thing. Hit that like button to let the YouTube algorithm know that this kind of video, this kind of information needs to be shared to more people. So let's take a look at what the AI trading data is saying about uh, these companies. Right. Let's take a look at Capital One. So Capital One is one of the biggest issuers of uh, credit cards out there and auto loans. And you can see actually it got a buy signal recently on September 19th. So just about a week ago. And uh, I wouldn't be too surprised if the AI data is taking a look at this and saying, you know what? There are some opportunities as rates are going up. These financial institutions are going to be making more money. And because they're going to be making more money, that could be a buy signal for that. In fact, the whole uh, XLF, the, the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The whole financial sector as a whole has a buy signal. In fact, this signal has given us 109.5% return. Capital One's given us a 57% return. And so if you're interested in getting this information, go to OVTLYR to see why outliers win. And then let's go take a look at what people are saying about this, right? So according to the report by Moody's, new delinquencies for credit cards and auto loans have now exceeded the levels seen before the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Maybe it's rent, food and gas. Not everyone's making six figures with inflation. Six figures is what you need just to get by. Yeah, there's a lot of people hurting out there these days. So we want to make sure that uh, what we can do, every little bit counts these days. So head over to outlier.com and to learn why outliers win. All right, so here's why 7% mortgage rates are so much worse for buyers now than 20 years ago. Listen, 7% for anybody on anything is so much worse than it was just a few years ago. So if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Ewell, and we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data says about them. And if you're interested in that too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and be sure to head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. So mortgage rates haven't been this high in over two decades, but it's far worse for homebuyers now than it was then, according to the story. Uh, I mean, I have the privilege to talk to a lot of financial institutions, and I, I ask them a lot of questions. And one of the questions that I've been asking is, have you seen loan demand slowing down recently? And uh, everybody that I've talked to, and I talk to 40 or 50 every quarter, uh, usually has not been saying that there's any issues until August. But in August, we had a huge, huge, huge shift in everybody I've talked to. And August was when the last uh, rate hike was was uh, was done. And so we're looking at this point where rates have gone up two to three times what they were just a few years ago. And to show you actually how much rates going up impacts this, um, let's take a look at a mortgage calculator, right? Let's say we've got a $250,000 home, Okay. Now, the monthly payment on that $250,000 home, uh, including your taxes and insurance, was uh, about $1,241. That's really affordable, at least these days. $250,000 home, $1,241. And that was at an interest rate of $359. Now, let's say that we take it and the, the average mortgage rate is pushing 8% now. So now it's gone from $1,200 to $1,800. That's a 50% increase on your payment just on the interest rate. A 50% increase on your home payment just because of the interest rate. Now, let's let's not let's not stop there, right? Uh there's a there's a house in my neighborhood that I, I know is for sale when we bought our house for around four hundred thousand dollars. And, you know, nice home, beautiful home. I mean, it's huge, right? It's probably like four thousand square feet. And now that same home, the exact same home is for sale for one point two million dollars. That same home, that $400,000 home six, seven years ago is now for sale for $1.2 million. And I'm looking at this home and I'm like, that's not a million dollar house. I mean, if I were in the market shopping for a house and I saw that house and I said, this is what a million dollars gets you these days, I'd be really disappointed. So let's take a look at how much that would make a difference, right? Let's say we have our $400,000 house. 
and we had the 3.5% interest rate like we had a few years ago, right? That's looking at a monthly payment of about 2000 bucks, which is pretty pricey, but still manageable for a lot of households. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that it's cheap. I'm saying that a lot of households could manage that. Now let's look at that exact same house at $1.2 million with a 8% interest rate. That's now $8,000. That went from like $2,000 to $8,000. Nobody's affording that, right? I can't imagine what the statistic is for who can afford a $2,000 uh, rent slash mortgage payment versus an eight $9,000 rent mortgage payment. That's unbelievably expensive. That's why that home hasn't sold for the last six months, right? You got to be making huge bucks to be able to afford just the mortgage payment on this. So there is so much broken in the system and why a 7% mortgage hurts so bad these days. Let's continue on. Add high inflation and decades of stagnant wage growth and buyers have less purchasing power than 20 some years ago, which is cascaded into an entrenched affordability crisis as rates continue to rise. The market has become much more uh, reliant on a low interest rate environment to support current home prices than it has been historically. Uh, here's what I want to see here. Mortgage rates hit a two decade high, right? We're looking here roughly around 8% or so. We haven't been up this high since 2001, 2002 during, uh, the, uh, the dot-com bubble bursting today's home buyers couldn't have, uh, have a more different experience than the last time rates were this high. The feds raising benchmark rates, uh, rapidly over the last 18 months and only buyers, but only after buyers have witnessed them plunging under 3% for more than a year during the pandemic. So everybody got used to super low rates, right? Everybody who got into their home is not getting out of their home, right? Like, like for me, example, right? Let's say that I purchased my home for $400,000 at a 3.5% interest rate. If I'm going to go buy a similar home now, it now costs me three times as much on the asset. And my financing is now nearly three times as much. And so my mortgage would go nearly from 2000 to 8000 ish dollars. That becomes incredibly unaffordable for the same house today versus five, six years ago. So listen, it's not just you. The entire economy out there is hurting. Everybody's hurting these days. But let's take a look at what the AI data says about JP Morgan, one of the biggest financial banks out there, if not the uh, largest by asset size. In fact, we got a, uh, a buy signal on September 15th, so about 10 days ago. And this signal has generated a 63% return over the last few weeks. So if you're interested in this, be sure to head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. Now let's go see what people are saying out there in the Twitter sphere. Pain is just the beginning, unfortunately. And then this person says, my favorite part of the emails that he still gets is you've now qualified for a special rate and rates have never been lower. Yeah, I think we're all still getting those out there as a marketing tactic because we know the truth and you know the truth by hitting the like button. This will go to more people to spread the truth. There are too many people out there who are still trying to push the fact that, hey, now's a great time to get into the housing market when it just isn't with uh, rates being as high as they are, with asset prices being as high as they are. All I can see is that the market is ripe for a huge correction, a huge crash on the near term time horizon. And if I were you, I would be holding cash and be ready for those deals that could be once in a lifetime deals that are going to be coming here in the near future. But in the meantime, just hold tight and let's all try and get through this inflation together. Hey, if you like this video real quick, hey, if you like this video, YouTube thinks you're going to love one of these two videos. Thank you for tuning in today's Outlier Live. We'll see you on the next episode.